everybody. Welcome to Truth Be Told. This is Dr. Walter Aka. And Dr. Will Cradock, again as always. Yes, sir. And uh, we have an incredibly special guest today. Uh, he is a prosthodontist. And so we're going to figure out what a prosthodontist is, what he does. He's been a good friend of mine since 2005. Okay. Right, Dr. It's been a while. Yes, been- <laughs> Dr. Chris Dindle. <laughs> Dr. Dindle, what's going on, man? How's it going? Thank you for having me. Oh, man, it's all good. So let's talk about where you can't, you know, what your background is. I went to school, dental school at University of Pittsburgh with Walter and then stayed and did three years uh, past residency. So and I've been doing it now, past residency for five years. So in short, I mean, prosthodontics is in layman's terms, it's uh, tooth replacement, right? So anywhere from single tooth replacement to multiple tooth replacements to dentures. And then we use different materials, right? So different materials that are available now. But so he's being modest. He's being I, I'm, I'm, I'm being right modest, now. but I'm, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it simple, you know. No, but you're I being modest. I want you to. You went to school for three extra years past general dentistry, exactly. And you're asking, you're acting like, oh, you know, I just just replace. I just replace. I just just replace the No, team. you don't. Let's be honest, right? Anything that that a general dentist cannot do. What did he? What do you guys do? You know, or, or shouldn't do? Or, or shouldn't, shouldn't do? do. <laughs> yeah, let's, that's let's. that's who this guy is. He's the one that makes sure that hey, this case is too much, you know, for a general dentist. So I'm going to go ahead and take on because he has the skills to do that. Those and the complex additional education, cases. yeah, and to make just, sure that it turns out correct. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that's exactly why you're here. So please stop being modest. <laughs> stop being all right. All right. So, I'm not, <laughs> we need you to stop being modest so that we, you know, we don't have to hype you up too much. But uh, but before the show, Chris is telling me a, a funny story about you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling. We always go back to the story. Anytime I see Walt, I'm like, Walt, you got to tell the story. Well, so, you got you to. <laughs> so it's actually it's going to tie into what we're talking about today. So. Uh, when I was a general dentist, I worked a year before I went to uh, residency. I was working, and this guy comes in, okay? This, uh, and we'll call him Mr. Smith just to make it easier, but his real name's not Mr. Smith, so don't even send me any emails or anything. <laughs> I don't care. He might be listening. No, he might be listening. He's trying to track you down. <laughs> He's going to know you're talking still. about. <laughs> so this was in 2009. I remember. So this guy comes in, and he has one gold tooth left. Oh. Precious. Precious. And Precious. the man wanted to keep that one yeah. gold tooth. His and last said, tooth. His last, last tooth, tooth. Like legit last tooth. Yeah. And I said, Mr. Smith, I need to take this tooth out in order to make you a good denture so that you can wear it. And he's like, oh, I don't want that. I said, okay, well, if you don't want it, that's fine. He goes, but I want a denture. I said, I can't make this denture if I don't take that tooth out. And he goes, all right, fine, fine. Take it out. Right. So I go, cool. It didn't take long because there was like literally no bone around it. So I took, I take the tooth out. Right. And then I Dude, denture. I'm happy with this denture. I'm looking at it. I'm like, wow, beautiful denture. Everything looks good, right? He looks in the mirror. He goes, where's my tooth? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, remember we talked about it? It's over there. And he looks and he gets mad. He starts going off. What the, babe, did you do with my tooth? Why is it out of my mouth? I told you not to take my tooth out. He's yelling at me, right? And then he gets a bottle of Listerine. Oh. And he starts coming oh, after my assistant, my hygienist, everybody, right? He's so gonna beat your gums. Yeah, he was gonna, he's gonna beat somebody up. So, so we, ba- I basically figured a way to corner him into the into a room, and I locked him in the room. 
You locked him yeah. in the room. Locked him uh-huh. in the room. Called the That's, police. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the problem. We locked him in a room that had all the surgical instruments. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so he had this he had the, 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 the scalpel, he had every instrument I possibly used. So basically you armed him more. Yeah, yes. you armed him more. And the cops are coming. <laughs> so the cops come. And you have his gold tooth. And I have his gold tooth. That's the messed up part. I had to go to. So the cops come, they're like, What's going on? I'm like, this man is upset. You know, we took out a tooth and, and he's mad about it. So they go and they're like, what's going on? Whatever, right? And he's like, they took out my tooth. And the only thing the cop said to him, this lady, the only thing that she said to him was, well, that's what dentists do. They take teeth out. <laughs> and he's like, no, I don't want that. And they were like, sir, you got to leave. So not, I'm thinking they're going to sit here and go. And we explained to him, he attacked, he tried to attack us with a Listerine bottle. Yeah. Was, did it have alcohol in it? Was it Listerine with it was, the alcohol? Yes, yeah, so it actually did alcohol, have. Alcohol? No, 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 it had alcohol. Oh, man. Oh. So, so that made it worse. That's dangerous. Yeah, that's that's dangerous. dangerous. If, if I have a cut, it can Yeah, burn. you get squirt, squirt with <laughs> in, my al- yeah, in your eye. You can't have alcohol in your eye. <laughs> so the danger was already there. <laughs> He's just like spraying us with a Listerine bottle. Like, oh, my, my eye. <laughs> so, so we tell the cops that and they come in, they're like, okay, Escort the guy out. And I'm thinking, okay, good. You're going to go to jail. You're going to be, you're going to learn your lesson. They just put him right in the, uh, in the, <laughs> in, in the, in the uh, lot, the in the lot. parking lot. So we can and come he's back. Looking he's, at us. Yeah, yeah. he's looking at us. Now yeah. I'm thinking, I can't go home yeah. because this man is going to come back. You know, I go to my car. He's going to come and attack me. He's just yeah. going to wait there for you. Don't, just wait there for you, right? With, benefit with the Listerine bottle. No, exactly. he, he didn't have the Listerine bottle. Yeah. Oh, they took it from him. <laughs> they, they took it from him. <laughs> so, okay, okay. I shouldn't have taken the Listerine bottle and gone outside and be like, now what? But that wasn't the case. So, so, so I learned that a lesson that day. That I will never take a man's single go tooth ever again. Oh, he obviously had a special bond with that one. I'm gonna that send one he wanted that gold tooth, you know, yeah. probably on a on a chain or something. <laughs> yeah. You could probably save it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he never got that gold tooth back. Oh, he hmm. left angry. Did, hmm. did he think he was getting it on the denture? I think so. Oh, oh man, I don't know. Did you make him a denture? I did. So he still he should have been happy. He should have been happy. He, he has now, like a full set of teeth. And, no, he wanted that go too. Oh, so that actually explained to me too that people really care yeah. about their teeth, even if it's just a tooth. Or do they care more about the gold? I don't know. He just wanted the gold. He just wanted that gold. Just wanted the gold too. There it is. So that's the story that he. For some reason, can't let it go. It's a good story, you know. <laughs> that's a good story. Ten years, and he's like, "Yo, tell that story." Buddy. Tell that story. <laughs> Any, anytime you're attacked with a Listerine bottle, I yeah, think that's pretty that's a, good. That's and a good story. Not, and, it, and it was not alcohol free. And it's not alcohol. It was not alcohol. It was, dead, it was a deadly weapon. You know what? I bet you that Listerine bottle is still in that office. I bet you, I bet it you it's still there. I bet you. You know, was. I went to an office one time and I saw a Listerine bottle that was like. 13 years old, 13 years past its expiration date, and it was still good. Like, people were still, still using it. I'm like, Listerine doesn't expire. If there's alcohol in it, guess what? It's, it's it's good. That's why they age alcohol, right? Twenty years. No, it's Listerine probably it's just it's better. It's just like better. Yeah. Yeah. It around. Mm, this this is a good year. This, this is good a good year. Two thousand two thousand and eight. It's a good, good year for Listerine. Anyway, well, as you can tell, this is going to be a fun um, episode. Um, let's talk about why he's here. Let's yes. talk about his expertise. Let's talk about the fact that this man is so well versed in full mouth rehab. You're, you're playing me up, Walter. No, you're, you're, you know. Because because I can't do what you do. Exactly. <laughs> if, if you were paradonis, I'd be like, eh, paradonis, whatever. <laughs> because I can do what you do. You, I can't do what you do. So so we're going to have to hype you up and, and kind of talk about this. For, for our listeners, a lot of them want to know, you know, we, we kind of uh, talked about it briefly. What is the difference between a GP and a pros? We kind of hinted at the fact that it's just uh, the scope and, the you know, the 
Um, the advanced training that a prosthodontist has allows them to tackle uh, a lot of issues that at a, you know, a regular GP office, uh, we either don't have the experience or, or know how to, to fix correctly. Go yeah. I mean, go. yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we've seen. I remember like my second day in residency, you know, a patient came in and, uh, they needed everything to be redone. And for me, I was kind of like thrown back, like, I don't need, where do I start? Right. And how do I tackle this problem that this patient has? In pros, unfortunately, you see, it's not the first time the patient has come to see somebody for help. It's usually the third or fourth time. They're kind of already upset. They've had multiple treatments or they're already in treatment or paid for a bunch of treatment that wasn't done right. Um, so they want a solution to the problem. And, and really it, it starts off by, you know, getting all the records, making impressions, getting all your x-rays and kind of building up a treatment plan for, for what they need. But I think sometimes it can get overwhelming. You just see an, an x-ray full of stuff and the patient has these expectations and you want to make them happy. But it's there's just, a you know, you have to get all your records, get all that stuff going. And then um, sometimes it takes a couple appointments. Like you can't can't treatment plan on the fly, right? They come in, they want an answer. You kind of have to um, step back, get all your information, and then maybe two or three appointments later, give them a, a treatment plan if it's a complex case. So, so basically, your patients are coming in with uh, a mouthful of Home Depot, uh, a lot of failed dentistry, you know, problems weren't corrected, and basically, they ha- hand you this pile. Yeah, they hand me like a, a bag of dentures <laughs> or a bag of partials, and they're like, hey, I've been wearing this for a couple of years. I'm not happy, and it doesn't work. Somebody told me to come here and then, and then you, you know, you're, you're, you're treating the patient. But yeah, I mean, I mean, that's how it is. Perio general dentistry. If you get a big case, you kind of have to slow down and then, and then get all your info before you get a plan going. Do you think that that's something that, um, people don't do, which is take their time to evaluate the patient? I always tell my patients, it took you how many years to get to this point? 10, 20, 30. And now you want me to fix it in how many days? Come on, that's not going to happen. I got to evaluate everything, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and so do you see that as a problem when it comes to you, someone who does have to sit there and evaluate everything? And then when the patient goes to somebody else who doesn't do that, and you're like, oh, now I see why it was all messed up. Yeah. I mean, I, I do see that. And I think sometimes you have to get in the patient's mind first before you start treating them. Because some patients have unrealistic expectations. Um, the Hollywood smile. Yeah. The Hollywood smile. Or they just, they you know, just right off the bat, they want a lot of things addressed right away, done tomorrow. And some some patients you're not going to be able to satisfy. And I think you have to kind of get to know the patient before you, you treat them. So do you find it where it's kind of difficult because you know that if you do something, it could mess something else up, right? Because the mouth doesn't isn't just isolated. Right. I feel like a lot of dentists treat the mouth like it little bits and pieces, but it's a big puzzle. Right. Right. And so do you find that you have to tell people, you know what, I can't do this. I know you want this tooth in the front fixed, right. but you have so many other issues right. that I can't just do that one tooth. Right. I have to do the full comprehensive right. exam, right? Right. Yeah, so, because I mean like like you know, you were saying that um yeah, I mean everything works together. You know, it's like building a house. Like if you if you have crappy foundation, your roof's not gonna work. So it's the same thing. You you wanna have like a stable base so that your roof and everything else works for a long Functions time. It's a, it's the same thing. And sometimes you have to just 
explain it that way to patients so they they can kind of get the picture of what you're trying to do and um, just simplify it for patients because for them they're there to just receive care and have somebody explain it to them in simple terms do you find it difficult to tell patients listen this is going to take time you know this could take a year this could take two years because there are some cases that i do that could take years yeah and i'm like I have to start from the beginning. I have to get this done. I have to do this. I have to do this. Yeah. And do you find that now in this generation where, you know, I remember growing up, remember when you had uh, AOL dial-up? And you yeah, had to yeah. Sit there it, was, wow. it was slow. Whoa. You, had a, you, had a, you remember that? Dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waited. You're like, waiting, for yeah. waiting for that picture to go through. Five like minutes five later. Minutes. Yeah, got five minutes. <laughs> good picture when it's it comes. Good. <laughs> it's just good. You're like minimize the screen. Yeah. yeah. You want to surprise maybe, maybe yourself. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll come up faster by minimizing. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I mean, right? Back then, we were patient we took right. our t- we said okay this is going to take some time now i feel like it's, it's a now a, generation it's a now generation now so do you have a problem with that uh not really like if i know it's going to take a while i'm just upfront and honest and i say it's going to take this long um but usually what's what i do is if i if the patient needs a lot of work um i you know it's going to take a couple appointments to get like an actual treatment plan mm-hmm. if the patient comes to every one of those appointments it's usually a good patient gotcha. right Smart. so that's like my third appointment it's kind of my testing ground like this patient is is serious about their treatment right so if you have a patient that needs a lot of work you know you're going to need like impressions anyways right you're going to need algae impressions make algae impressions say i need i need study models so i can see what's going on bring them back if they need say they're edentulous you need record bases right mm-hmm. next appointment i need to do record bases i need to put all your teeth together and then we can come up with the plan if they show up to the second point that's awesome they're ready to go by the third appointment when you actually have the whole treatment plan and they they show up to your door and or you know to your chair um, you know they're serious about their treatment and if they can come two or three times they're going to come a year so i think that's like a little uh tip if you have like a difficult patient or somebody that needs a lot of work is try not to do everything the first day go over it at the third day that's that's really smart yeah so right. i'm hoping that the general dentists and other dentists are listening to this yeah because i feel like you know people are so eager to want to um please people oh yeah you want it done today yeah let's, let's get let's get it done let's do that today when in actuality you're causing more harm right yeah. by rushing everything right correct? is that what, right. I, what i hear yeah i mean i think you just kind of do things by like shooting from the hip right you're just like all right let me just give you this because you want something done fast uh versus like just taking your time and evaluating what what you're going to do and let's be honest some treatment is expensive right it's it's forty thousand fifty thousand some of it's even more than that if you're doing like a full mouth case on implants so it's it's a price of a nice vehicle right so i mean you you wouldn't just buy a vehicle the first place that you go you go and shop around you see how much it's going to cost you figure out whether you really want it or not, and then you make uh, you purchase it. But you don't do it on day one. You you that, wait, that, and that's the exact analogy I use with my patients. You know, when they when they were, we're talking about full mouth rehab, they some patients come in. I'm the first person they talk to about it. What is it going to cost? Picture, you know, a Lexus. Yeah, for your, picture, upper, for your right. upper jaw. Yeah, picture a Lexus for your car. <laughs> and Audi for your lower one. I'm yeah. Just saying, and if their eyes bug out of their head, I mean, they need to understand that there is a lot of time and, and planning that goes into this. One of the f- most frustrating things, like you said, is when they come in and they want um, an answer to all of their problems of 20 years of, of issues right. in like a minute. It's right. not going to happen. Right. You can give them kind of broad assumptions. Right. But you don't even, you don't know 
how you know financially how, are they ready financially to, right. to do all this and there's right. a lot of planning that goes involved oh yeah in, yeah right? so, yeah and, and then unfortunately so like finances is the biggest factor right i mean it's always it comes down to finances and i remember in residency you know our um you know one of our professors would you know he would bring up finances like it was nothing but that's that was a big factor for patients right, right. how much is it going to cost and then based on that you can decide what kind of treatment you're going to give them but it's just well so i guess the question i have is if somebody comes to you says well you're twice as much as the other person does that necessarily mean that the other person isn't doing it properly or should you be cautious about that if like you get a a you know like a, a discounted you know fee so let's just say they want to do a full mouth rehab basically restore everything fix everything right yeah. and the the dentist down the street says i'll do it for 5000 and you're like i'll do it for 50000 yeah does that mean that you're actually doing it properly or you're better than the other one or you know should they be cautious about you know, yeah, do you I get would, do you do you get what you pay for? Right, I, 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 yeah. that's what I would say. You get what you pay for, and I think you have to do your research and look at somebody's credentials. See maybe patients that they treated. You know, even contact a patient if they allow you. Contact a patient. Say, hey, how was your treatment? How how do you like your teeth? Are you happy with everything? I don't. I mean, you have to do your treatment or your um, research. Your research. Your due diligence. Yeah, do your due diligence. Get get to know your your dentist before you. Um, before you go in there. And I honestly think like Yelp reviews are awesome because if you go on Yelp. Oh, oh boy. Oh I, th- boy. <laughs> I, I, I think Yelp reviews are awesome because he now they, be they the may only be, be the only dentist that has ever said, said that. that. So Look, let's talk about Hold on real quick. Loving, that's why. You know so, what it is? So, so this is this is how confident this man is, right? If you can go on your on your phone or on your computer, you can go to his website, okay, at chrisdindle.com. That's how simple it is. Chris, C-H- R-I-S, Dindal, D-I-N-D-A-L.com. If you go on his website, he has actual patient testimonies and clinical cases. So he shows you the before and after. So this man knows That's what awesome. he's doing. So he's like, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to boast, but I'm going to boast a little I'm, bit. I'm going to put, I'm going to take it down. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's, it's wonderful website because he shows you different cases. So he can, he tells you, this is what I know how to do. And there's no shame in his game whatsoever. Right. So that's probably why he likes Yelp, because he actually is not he has nothing to hide. You know, uh, me, I'm like, uh, uh, Yelp, ooh. <laughs> you know, most dentists are like, oh, well, you don't, don't listen to everything. <laughs> this man is like Yelp is wonderful. So may, maybe maybe Yelp isn't all that. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, going to be a spokesperson for Yelp. But no, that's actually you're right though. Honestly, yeah. You know, I mean, you have to do your work before you go. Before you go somewhere, that if you need a lot of work and somebody tells you, "Hey, you need to go see a specialist," I would just get your background before you um, you go there. So, so one thing that I hear a lot of uh, patients ask about um, when they go to my practice or anything is all in four. Yeah, they wonder what it is. They see these commercials uh, on television. Uh, from places like well, let's not say it. In I said, so I just, it, 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 I there's a few though. There's, there's a, a few. few. There's yeah, a few. there's but, a few. Uh, you know, basically, patients going from you know a very bad smile to a great, wonderful smile in in one day. Yeah, um, and they ask that, and that's what they that's what they kind of want. They right. come in even though they they may be complex, and they kind of want a solution in one day. Um, like I'm here, 
let's fix my mouth for let's today. Let's fix my mouth, yeah. And, and tomorrow I'll be a, you know, I'll be Brad Pitt. Right. Yeah, I'll be Brad Pitt. <laughs> so talk, the talk to off. us about that. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's yeah, talk. I mean, like All on 4, it's... Um, and explain y- what All on 4 yeah, is. Yeah, explain what that is first. Okay, so All on 4 is, the protocol is four implants in the upper jaw, four implants in the lower jaw. The most, the distal implants, the furthest implants are angled backwards are toward, towards the back and then a, a prosthesis. So teeth are then connected to the implants. Um, and it's a, um, it's permanent in the sense that the patient doesn't take it in and out. Only the dentist will take it in and out. So it feels like real teeth. It's secured to the implants. But before the all on four, we, you know, we would place implants wherever there was bone. Um, and the idea was that the more implants you had, the better like stability your teeth were, right? Because you had more implants to support it. And then um, a, and the all on four came about. All, the all on four came about because pe- some patients didn't have enough bone. So what they did was they placed minimum four implants and then they angled the back one so that you get more spread and you can secure the teeth more. And then they found out that it works equally as great as having six or eight implants. Oh, but cool. it's, 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 Essentially for patients that have like uh, minimal bone. So they call it like the no bone solution, right? It's oh. all on four. Okay. And, and this is a – this is so traditionally you you'd put an implant, you place an implant, you'd allow it to heal before right. you load it or right. give it a force like chewing force. Uh, but this is something where because you're using them combined, you can do – Right. You're, so you're splinting the implant. So you get – you can get the teeth in a day. The implants are in. And then the whole teeth are secure to all of those implants. So you said teeth in the day, though. Does that mean that the final teeth, the ones you're going to work with for the rest of your life, are given to you that day? They they can, but the the problem is the tissue underneath of the implants are still healing, right? Because of the surgery. So you can those could be your permanent teeth, or you can have a set of permanent teeth, different material made after you know four or six months down the road. But so you can you get a temporary that same day. Yeah, usually you get a, a temporary that day. When do you um so give us a percentage of the people that can get everything all in one day and the percentage of people that actually have to split it up where they do a temporary and then the final. I think it change I don't think it's different. I mean I think if you do most people get it. Yeah, I mean if it depends on the surgery, I think if you do like a minimally invasive flapless technique, then you're gonna have less tissue changes. You may be able to go straight to a permanent restoration. But if you're doing it conventional, you know, flap, then your tissue are gonna have changes. You're gonna have some tissue changes. You may need a permanent prosthesis three months, four months down the road. Okay, so it really if, I think it's a difference, right? If, but if you were if you were treating your family or something or it was yourself you were treating, would you, you would go for a two-stage? You would I, I would go for a two-stage, yeah. yeah. I mean, from what I know now, I would do a two-stage only because, um, you know, if you're going for your initial dentures, it's kind of like a trial period, right? You're going through that initial trial period, teeth, the tissues are changing. Um, you may decide to change the teeth, the setup of the teeth, the mold of the teeth. You could do that in the permanent ones. Versus just keeping your temporary ones. So, and I mean, you're you're investing a lot of money in this, so you might as well do it right, right? right. Yeah, and when the materials are changed now, like you have zirconia now, right, which is a high strength like ceramic. So it's like your kitchen countertops. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the strength of the teeth now, right? I mean, it's it's ridiculous how the materials are changing now. They're becoming more translucent. So like zirconia is becoming more translucent. So they they look really really nice, and they last forever. So it also depends on the type of material they use. That's what the cost is coming right. from, right? Right. So on average, what do you think an average top one one the top part would be? How much would it be if you're going like to Like an all on four? All on four. 
um, with with like diff- like your temporaries or permits? Give us a you mean give us a permit. I would one. say at minimum twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand minimum. That's to basically maybe yeah. So I that's mean, what you're seeing on the commercials. Those are about about twenty five thousand just for the top. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you see, Will? I mean, or is yeah, that what you hear? Yeah. That, that's that's a pretty middle of the road. I mean, I, I've I've heard of Prosodonis doing forty in Arch. So I mean, it's it's all dependent, but right. for I've had I've had some patients who have gone to some of those places um, and gotten a consult, and about twenty five is middle of the road. So that's I mean, for listeners, that's kind of the ballpark you should be thinking if you're thinking that's a a procedure for you. Right. You know? Right. Okay. Let's talk about um, one other thing that patients ask us a lot: veneers. Yeah. Are they as simple as some people try to make it seem like? Yeah, just prep it, man. Just prep it. <laughs> just, just prep it. Do, do you have to prep anymore? Yeah, I do you have to prep it anymore? Yeah. Prepless veneers. I see prepless veneers. Um, you know, if if you have the right patient, it, it it's it works. I mean, it it depends on 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 the patient. Okay, so not everybody's a candidate for veneers. Uh, yeah, I would say not everybody's a candidate for veneers. Sometimes you have to do full coverage your traditional crowns only if they have a deep bite. What if, like, say they have staining like staining that goes further than what the enamel goes right you're not going to be able to bond it right so if they have discoloration you can't you 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 may not be able to go with like thin veneers you may have to go with full coverage crowns got you so not everybody so that's something i think people don't should understand not everybody's a candidate for veneers People come in always saying, oh, I want to just get veneers to straighten this out right. or do this. But you may not be a candidate right. for that. You might have to actually get your teeth cut down right. to get that on there. Right. Okay. One thing that I get from, from patients in my practice, they come with really worn, ground down front teeth. Right? Yeah. Um, and they want that Hollywood smile. Oh, yeah. And, you know, wh- how do you how do you talk to that patient when they, they think veneers is just going to solve this problem? Yeah. I'm going to put some veneers in the front. And everything's just magically going to be yeah. okay. Those are those are tough. Those are tough cases because usually that wear is something that's been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's those are some some of those cases are difficult to manage, especially if they have no if you don't have room for like veneers or even full coverage crowns because of the amount of wear. You have to you have to address both sides, right? You have to address the lower teeth and you have to address the the, um, the upper teeth too. Don't I would say try not to let the patient do your the treatment planning because <laughs> I think that's what happens, right? Patients come in and they want, like, I want this fixed. But then you realize, like, maybe the lower teeth are, like, have passively erupted and I don't have room to put crowns or veneers. I need to intrude the lower teeth before I'm, I, I fix the upper teeth. And I, and I see that a couple times, but do your treatment planning and, and uh, don't let the, the patient so, so, tell you what so to do. So basically, you can't just... Uh I mean, you can't just solve a one location problem, just like you said. Right. right? That's like, uh, like, say a patient comes in and they're missing a molar for a bunch of years and the, the disc, like number 31, tipped in that space, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's no bone loss or there's a bone loss. So you're going to need ortho, right, to upright that. Then you're going to need perio or surgery to add a bone graft. Then you're going to need an implant. You're going to need a restoring doc. You're going to need three specialists to get one tooth in that in that spot so like where where originally was yeah where originally was that's perfect that's i think that's something that people don't uh really think about right they they say oh i'm missing a tooth i want that tooth back right but they don't realize how much 
may need to be done right. in order to get there. So when right. you tell them, they're like, what? I have to spend that much money for just one tooth? Yeah. Well, you did a lot to that one tooth. Right. Th- those times, the times where you let it go and right. now all of a sudden you're eager to get that tooth back, right. there's been a lot that's been done. Right. right? Like you said, the tooth has shifted and yeah, tilted into that area. Right. The bone has resorbed away. Right. right. So that's more bone graft than like you said. You know what I mean? There's other factors that go into it. Uh, I know that we wanted to talk about uh, grinding. That was something that, you know, I know you t- you deal with that, right? You deal with grind people who grind their teeth and yeah. have jaw pain. First of all, do people, be- do people believe you when you tell them that you can tell that they're grinding? Yeah. I mean, I think some people like kind of already know. Okay. You know, they're like, yeah, I know I, I, I can tell they're grinding or like, you know, my spouse tells me I like, grind my teeth at night or what, whatever, you know. But the funny thing with bruxism is like it's it is a it's a disease, right? Occlusal disease, like tooth wear is occlusal disease. And um, you guys, you guys remember like Peter Peter Dawson, you know, the guy that wrote yeah. the Dawson. <laughs> He's awesome. Like if there was one textbook to read in dental school or residency, whatever, even if you're done with school, is Peter Dawson because I've read that a couple times. he the the man is <laughs> you awesome. Want, okay. He's so good. I and have, I have not. He's like I think he's like eighty some years old and he I think he still lectures. <laughs> he's I, really I think old. he's out there. But he's so good because he simplifies like dentistry and he'll take like a full mouth case and he'll make it he'll he'll take step by steps how to treat it, what's going on. But he talks about occlusal disease and he says it's patients don't come to you like in pain with occlusal disease they don't say like oh my teeth are hurting me usually they somebody else refers them to you right they say my i noticed my teeth are wearing down that's when you have to do some treatment to them now it, now the treatment is different for every case right it depends right. how much wear they have right um, so dr Cradock, tell us what causes people to wear? grind and wear and stuff and then you can I, I, as there's not one cause it's like, yeah. like as they say it's multiple it's stress like stress can cause it habits chewing habits right, right. Chewing habits can cause it, um, like dentistry, like iatrogenic dentistry, right? right? You had a bunch of crowns done, they weren't done right, and now you're going to start grinding your teeth back down to that, to where you're comfortable. So we could cause it, but it's it's not one thing, it's it's a lot of things. That's right. That, that can cause uh, tooth wear. And I think a lot of people don't understand or, or appreciate that. I, I think a lot of people think that it's just, uh, in my in my experience, a lot of people think it's like something made up so that I can sell them something. Yeah. And what do you normally, uh, and I put that in a quotation, sell them? What, sometimes when I even mention the word grind, oh, I know you want to sell me a night guard. Yeah. I'm never going to wear that thing. Right. I'm never going to do this. Um, and it kind of becomes like an, an awkward conversation because like, well, you have a problem. I'm trying to help you. Right. Do we just want to just, you know, I'm just... Let me watch a ticking time bomb go, right. you know, right. because I mean, one thing I can guarantee is it's not going to get better on its own if you continue to, to have this habit. And, right. and then, you know, in hearing, you know, how much uh, full mouth rehabs take, um, it seems pretty flagrant for me not to say, OK, let's do something now to fix it, um, whether it's, you know, 300 or 500 dollars. Would you rather pay that or, you know, 20 or 30,000? 20, yeah, yeah. 20 or 30,000. Uh, and you know, in five or 10 years or something. I mean, the, the, the choice is yours. Right. Uh, but knowing what I know, I would wish someone would say that to me. And I, yeah, I definitely would take that $500 now. Yeah. I'll make that work. Um, and patients that grind and it can actually lead to, uh, what we call a TMJ. You know, uh, temporal mandibular uh, disorder or right. joint issues right. or pain where your jaw starts popping and cracking and stuff like that, right? So that's another issue that could happen. Uh, most people, when they notice that they grind is when either, like you said, their spouse or somebody tells them or they wake up in the morning, their jaw is, is sore. sore. So they're grinding or, or clenching. Yeah, yeah, clenching. You yeah, see? Yeah. And like you said, um, the best 
thing to do to prevent it or to help it is that night guard. And most of the time, you want to get the night guard that's harder. Right. So yeah. that their teeth slide instead of chew. Oh, I always get that. Well, you're trying to sell me a night guard, but I can get one uh, in the a, drugstore. Yeah, for like bucks. a boil and bite. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I say, you know, well, it's interesting because, you know, the same, the reason it's made of that material so you can boil it right, and put it and hold it to your mouth. Right. But uh, if you chew it like gum all night, yeah. do you think that's making the muscles that are wearing right. down your teeth stronger or weaker? Yeah, that's I mean, right. yeah. you be the judge. Yeah. So. And that's it. And yeah. that people don't realize that the ones that you get at those drugstores or whatever, your body, when you sleep, your mind subconsciously says, oh, there's food in my mouth. So I got to chew the food. Right. And so you chew and actually work in overtime right. to try to get rid of the food. And I put right. that in quotations again, so yeah. chew the food. Yeah. So you need something that your body isn't going to say, oh, it's food or it's something I got to chew. So you can slide on something it. Sturdy. So yeah, something sturdy. Yeah, you want harder. something like hard so that you're not like chewing on it, right? That's Causing right. more muscle issues or if you're having TMD issues. But yeah. I would say, like, get a, get a hard uh, night guard. That's right. Good investment. Good investments, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Don't do not do a, you know, I like to do, you know, uh, stay-at-home stuff. Like stay at DIY, stuff. DIY, DIY, is that yeah. what you call Do it yourself. Do, do it, it yourself. yourself. DIY. Yeah. <laughs> DIY. I'd like to do that myself. But I think do in the situation, <laughs> I don't know if I want to do my own uh, night guard, but, you know, it is. I mean, to each other, I mean the, and, you know, for our listeners that maybe don't care about that, you know, for men, when you lose the the vertical height or the vertical oh, yeah. dimension of your face, you yeah. look older, yeah. right? Yeah, talk about. Yeah. It. Can yeah. we go into detail? That's actually a good idea. Uh, let's talk about what happens to you when you grind your teeth or, or when you lose your teeth. Yeah, I'd say even when you lose your teeth, you lose you know you lose that like muscle tone in in your face, right? Because your face will start to collapse and you start having showing wrinkles around your 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 mouth and your nose. So yeah, over time, if you lose teeth, you lose the bone, which means you lose all that support, um, which causes you to you know look look older. So less sexy, less sexy. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to look sexy. You want to look sexy. We're trying to make uh, trying dentistry to, sexy here. Trying to make dentistry <laughs> sexy. That's, that's his job. That's his he job. makes people look sexy. That, that should look be sexy. his uh, like his motto. Yeah, then, we just Dendo. gave you something. But, for yeah, we just gave you something for your website. Sexy. I know, right? You're welcome. <laughs> make we expect sexy. we expect we're all to <laughs> No, um, but it's really it's neat now because with dental implants, now you can connect teeth to implants. Which gives patients their sexiness back, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a big, like, psychological factor to have teeth, especially when you don't have to take them in and out. That's right. Uh, so for a lot of patients, having, like, the all-on-four or having teeth connected to implants is a big um, psychological factor. So, so, so like, with that psychological effect, what's, what's been your, like, one of your greatest experiences, like, after giving some bad, bad their smile the happiness right mm -hmm. they're like joyful because they they see their teeth but usually because it's a long process it's it, sometimes it's not as like joyous as like it's not because it's <laughs> like, not like finally. yeah it's not like a hollywood makeover like you're here with monday and then on friday you got like a bling bling here's all your veneers but because honestly it's a lot of work and it's not like uh it's not a two-day appointment it's like 20 appointments to get to the end result so for them it's like you're kind of married to them and by the final day they're kind of just happy that they're finally done right. but they are i think you know like a couple months down the road they are happy with their teeth and honestly the the best satisfaction is like you do a full mouth or even a set of dentures if they go home and you say hey anybody noticing it and if they don't if they say no nobody really notices that's good because yeah. you, you don't want them to look shiny white a, everything's B1 or A1 you don't yeah. want it to look fake you want it to look natural so for me like they go home and not a lot of people notice it. You won. You you yeah. won. I mean, that's that's what it's about. You don't want it to look 
uh, fake, right? You want it to to look natural. I mean, there are some cases like you know, um, what's that one? The one show that my wife watches, uh, Real Housewives of something. In certain in blank. Atlanta, Orange Atlanta, County. Like you look at those people and they're interviewing them and their teeth are bright white. Oh yeah. And I'm like, there's no way that yeah, somebody no is way. going like, white. what's wrong with yeah. you? I mean, we're all dentists and we have like D4 shades, you know? <laughs> we got like <laughs> Vita, we have Vita D4 roll in here. You have natural we got know, some, teeth. And, yeah, we don't have they bleach don't look shades. Like, they don't look they, like They all tiles. have bleach shades. Yes. Some people, that's they think that's how teeth should look. Well, I mean, I, I do believe that uh, the Instagram era, the Instagram generation is the reason why, right? Because people want the bright, uh, oh, yeah. really white, like, look, you know, this is this is my teeth. And they're so white and they're yeah. so straight. And, and sometimes you don't want your teeth to look completely straight, flat across, right? right? You want some character to them. Yeah. That's what, you, like you said, you said yeah. you want people to not be even able to know that you just did a full mouth Right. Uh, you want to look like that's, yeah. that's oh, all okay, your, your teeth. teeth. Right. Yeah. Those are normal, right? Yeah. You want that. But some people actually want their teeth to be completely straight. People will come to me like, well, how do I get all my teeth to look lined up? Right. And I'm like, that doesn't look normal. Yeah, that's it doesn't not look normal. normal. diamonds right. in their teeth. Yeah, that's I know. Not, well, that's, a different, yeah. that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. I've seen people with like diamonds in their teeth and I'm trying to figure out why they want something yeah. like that. Do you do that, Dr. Dindle? Um, I don't do diamonds. No, I've, no. I remember in dental school, we did like gold teeth, right? Yeah. On dentures, like the, you know, the facings. We, yeah, did, exactly. we did the gold uh, facings on denture teeth. You need to get into some diamonds. Yeah, I, I, I need I to. I've done I'm, one I gold facing on, on a denture. Yeah, and I need to. I've done one. Was the I, patient happy? That's what she wanted. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has their own like, like aesthetic requirement. Everybody has their own you know, thing of what they what makes them happy, happy. what makes them look good. I, I bet if the, that denture, if you'd put a, a gold face on it, he, you wouldn't have got traced down with the Listerine bottle. See, I know. I don't. But, I don't know if he would have. I still think he would have. Yeah. I really do. He probably just didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was a personal slow jam. <laughs> did you have slow jams going there too? That yeah. I did not. Okay, I did so not. Maybe he didn't that's what it was. It. He didn't deserve it. Maybe if you had slow jams, he would have relaxed. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Do you guys know that Tom Cruise, like his midline, have you seen the midline? You yeah. probably have. It's like three, four millimeters off. So it's shifted. It's yeah. it's completely shifted. Yeah. But I mean, here's like the most handsome guy in yeah. Hollywood, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's got like a three, four millimeter midline shift, right? When, when and you like, watch his movies, do you feel like you I see that. I see that. Out? I'm like, you know what? I just, I want to fix I wanna, it. I want to change that, you know? <laughs> but, but like so nobody. Shout out to Tom Cruise. Shout out to Tom Cruise. Uh, you, need, you need to holler at my man. You got you. He'll fix you. If you get Tom Cruise, again, we still get royalties. Yeah, exactly. If Tom Cruise comes to your office, I want to find your feet. I want to find. I do too. I do too. But But, uh, honestly, today was uh, was good, man. I really had. I mean, I learned a lot. I hope that the people are listening learned a lot. And if they have any other questions, they can always send us an email at realdentistwithans at gmail dot com. That's realdentist with an S at gmail.com. Do you want them to send you an email? Just hit hit me up. Send me an email. That's fine. Yeah. And uh, well, you, yeah, you can send me an email or send it to Walter or Will, and, and I'll I'll email back. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, if you have any questions for him about any other topic, again, his website is just Chris Dindle, and and Dindle's D I N D A L dot com. That's that simple. He kept it very simple for everybody. Easy. He didn't do extra. Or anything. <laughs> he just said, "Here's my name. Here's my name. Here's my website. Put it together. You're good to go." You know. So, but honestly, uh, Doctor Dinder, we appreciate you coming. Thanks definitely, for having me. Definitely, yeah, man, it, was it was fun. fun. It was a good time, man. Yeah. We got to definitely have you back. Yeah, actually, he might be the only person that hasn't insulted me. Where he's he's gonna come back, maybe. Yeah. This, this is a record. This, this is, is the record, first time right? you said that. Episode. This is the first time that you haven't told the guests. This is the last time you'll be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're not gonna come back. This is <laughs> 
<laughs> you're lucky. You didn't say anything to insult me. <laughs> so you're coming back. That's because I know you. That's because I know you. <laughs> You've already we, we go back. Me. We go way back. <laughs> well, well, we definitely appreciate you coming through. But no, thank you guys, right, guys for listening. We appreciate you guys and have a good day. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an S at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist with an S at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.